If you're in the National Guard or considering joining the National Guard, this video is for you. Not all National Guard benefits are created equal. So if you're considering joining the National Guard, make sure you stick around to find out how the variations between states could affect you and your education benefits. The National Guard is a fantastic opportunity to serve in the military on a part-time basis and potentially local to your home of record. If you're joining the National Guard and you're concerned with the potential possibility that you may never actually rate the post 9-11 GI Bill, don't worry, I got you covered. The biggest point I wanna get across in this video is that not every state treats their National Guard benefits the same. I wanna start by clarifying that there is not a variation in benefits between the Army National Guard and the Air National Guard. The real variability lies in which state's National Guard you are part of. Because the Guard is primarily a state-run entity, each state can create their own education benefits for their National Guard in order to draw in recruitment from not only their state, but neighboring states as well. In this lies what I think is the most important aspect of choosing which state's National Guard you should join. I want to compare two states and their National Guard benefits for you to consider the spectrum that exists within state benefits for joining the National Guard. On one end of the spectrum, we have Mississippi. Mississippi offers what they call the SEEP, or the State Education Assistance Program. This program offers $4,500 per academic year to qualified guardsmen, and they only qualify for this benefit if they are for some reason not eligible to take advantage of the federal tuition assistance program. So really, if you join the Mississippi National Guard, your education benefits are pretty much minimal, if non-existent at all. You're going to be fully reliant on federal education benefits that come from, hopefully, you getting some federal time, where you're going to have to accumulate active duty time in order to qualify for the post-911 GI Bill. On the other end of the spectrum, we have New Hampshire. New Hampshire has one of if not the greatest education benefits for its guardsmen that I have seen around. So if you are in the New Hampshire Army or Air National Guard, you qualify for the tuition waiver. This means that you can go to any New Hampshire state school completely free. There's an agreement between the National Guard in New Hampshire and the state-run schools where you get your tuition completely waived and you pay minimal fees associated with that. And the best part is, that this is not limited to undergraduate training only. If you haven't listened to episode 33 of the podcast, you can hear how Walter went from living in Puerto Rico to enlisted in the New Hampshire Air National Guard, where he ultimately became a lawyer. He finished his undergraduate and his graduate degree, all with the power of this tuition waiver. This is just two examples, but across all 50 states, there are variations in how one state treats their guardsmen compared to another. For this reason, I highly recommend conducting research before you sign any National Guard contract. Just because you live in one state does not mean you cannot join another state's National Guard. If you're willing to commute to drill weekends or perhaps even move to that state for the sake of their strong education benefits and maybe the job that you want within the National Guard, this is a very viable option that you should absolutely consider for your long-term goals. I would recommend starting with your home state if that's where you want to stay, and then start expanding the radius of that search to find out where the next closest National Guard unit is that has education benefits that you want and that will serve your goals and your aspirations. 
Now, don't forget that just because you're in the National Guard does not mean you are not eligible for federal education benefits. As a National Guardsman, you are eligible for the Selected Reserve Montgomery GI Bill or Chapter 1606. How do you make sure you qualify for this? Well, if you have signed a six-year agreement, either officer or enlisted contract with the National Guard, you have a high school diploma or equivalent, and you've completed initial active duty training or basic officer leadership course, then you qualify. So what is the Chapter 1606 Montgomery GI Bill? I've got to admit, it's nowhere near as great as the post 9-11 GI Bill. So I want to make sure that before I get into this, you pay attention afterwards and think about the strategy and how you can make sure you're making the most of all of your education benefits. With Chapter 1606, you can receive $397 per month for full-time enrollment. $397 is obviously subject to change. Typically, it increases over the years. So as of right now, it's $397 per month if you are enrolled full-time student. This payment is tax-free and is typically you sign up for it made as a direct deposit. So if you're combining this benefit with maybe your state specific benefits, you can go to school for free on your state's tuition waiver if they have it and simultaneously use the chapter 1606 benefit to get $400 a month while you're going to school. So not only is your tuition paid for similar to the GI Bill, you're also getting $400 per month tax free similar to the GI Bill. However, if you're using post 9-11 GI Bill, or if you are eligible for that, you'd be getting far more than $400. But before you start using this benefit, I want to warn you, every service member is only eligible for 48 months max of veteran education benefits. So if you start using chapter 1606 benefits early on in your guard career, you may during that time accumulate eligibility for the post 9-11 GI Bill. If you get 90 days of active duty federal service, you begin your eligibility for the post 9-11 GI Bill at 50%. If you continue to get more and more active duty federal time while in the Guard, you could potentially rate 100% of the GI Bill before you finish your six-year contract. So here's where I want to warn you. If you start using your Chapter 1606 benefits for more than 12 months, as soon as you reach that 12-month marker of using Chapter 1606, everything after that is going to eat into your post-911 GI Bill that you are or may become eligible for if you continue to serve. Unless you're confident that you're going to get out of the Guard and you will never be eligible for the post-911 GI Bill, it's in your best interest to stop using Chapter 1606 before you overlap that 12 months and start eating up your 36 months of the post 9-11 GI Bill. So I know that can get a little bit confusing, but the point is to one, shop around for which state is going to give you the best state education benefits for their guard units. Number two, take advantage of chapter 1606 while you can. Double dip with the free education from your state benefits and then get that $400 from the federal benefits. However, I would not recommend using more than 12 months of your chapter 1606 GI Bill unless you know you will never be eligible for post 9-11. The post 9-11 GI Bill is worth far, far more than the chapter 1606. So make sure you're strategically thinking about how you can make the most of not only your total 48 months of potential veteran education benefits, but also the 36 months of your post 9-11 GI Bill 
if you become eligible for that. I really hope that helps you guys kind of think strategically about how to use National Guard education benefits, how to go about joining the Guard, and making sure you get the most out of your contract. That's pretty much it. Hope it helps. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.